This is a 98FM podcast. The Joan Lee Show. Lie back and listen to The Joan Lee Show with a new mattress from Harvey Norman. 98FM. Four young Irish men have made it onto the list of the top influential 30 people under 30 in the world, this is. So four young men have made it on to the list, as I said, of uh, the most influential 30 people under the age of 30 into Forbes magazine, one of the most prestigious financial and business magazines in the world. Imagine having that on your CV. Now, well, one of those young men is Jonathan Clonan from Black Rock, and he joins me now from Singapore. Jonathan, you're very welcome to the show. Thanks very much, John. Good to be here. I'm, I'm well, thank you. How I'd, are you? I'd say I'm fantastic, thanks. I'd say you're, you're a lot better now than I am. You have just been voted in uh, Forbes magazine. You've been uh, one of four Irish people voted in their top 30 under 30. How does that feel? Yeah, th- thanks very much. It's it's quite surreal, to be honest, and I'm a little bit jet-lagged, so I'm still trying to get some level of understanding of it. I found out only yesterday. Um, I was in South Korea on a shoot for a show that I'm involved in, okay. and um, I got the call, and then I got the tweets, and um, I guess it's just starting to sink in now, but very exciting, and I'm, I'm very flattered. So, uh, for people who don't know, um, Jonathan, you work in the industry of advertising. So, when you went to college, is this what you always wanted to do? You know, I went to co- I went to Trinity, and I went, I chose a very broad degree simply because I didn't know what I wanted to do right. at all. Yeah. Even when I graduated, I didn't I didn't know what I wanted to do. So, I ran away to San Diego for six months, and I ran away to Boston for six months to try and figure everything out. Yeah. Um, and it was through work experience and shadow days and internships that I, I settled on advertising and, and not just settled, but realized that it was my passion and, and definitely what I wanted to do. So uh, where did you end up then, Jonathan? Did you start just uh, working in a creative way in, in advertising agencies or how did you get to be where you are now? Sure. Um, I moved to New York. I moved to New York City with no job and very little money to be honest. And I graduated into the into the recession just like most, you know, Irish graduates. It wasn't yeah. an easy time. So moved to New York, applied for about seventy five jobs and I got lucky to get a job in an entertainment magazine. And I worked there for about a year yeah. as a research analyst. Um, and when I was doing that job, which I loved, I, I came across this company called WPP, who are the world's largest marketing communications company. They've got 165,000 employees, you know, agencies all over the world. And they had this career development program called the WPP Fellowship. Okay. Which allows like five people to work on three different continents over three years in three different agencies. So I thought, well, that sounds pretty good because I'm not sure what I want to do, but I know this is the area that I want to play in. Yeah. So I applied. I started a blog, actually. I started a blog, and I wrote a blog about the company for about eight months. Right. And I started a Twitter feed dedicated to, to the company just to try and get their attention. So then I applied the normal way as well, um, and uh, and I got hired. And from there, I moved to, to London, where I spent some time working in an ad agency and strategy. And then I recently moved out to Singapore. Well, I say recently, a year and a half ago with, with the company. So you've been you've been working and living in Singapore. And tell me, what exactly do you do? Are you a creative in the agency, or, or I mean, obviously you're you're looking after 
multi-million dollar contracts. So, so what do you do exactly now, Jonathan? Sure. Um, I am working in an area called branded content. It's, it's this new-ish area that's very hot, I would say, amongst our clients. And it's basically creating content, creating entertainment for brands. And what that looks like day-to-day out here is creating television programming. So it can, it can mean, and this is what I would do 80% of my day, is scouring the TV marketplace to yeah. try and figure out what are the hot shows. So it could be The Voice or MasterChef or Got Talent or Idol. And I will go and broker a deal with the rights owners or with the distributors of these big shows to bring them to Asia for our clients, whether that's one of the brands we look after who want to do product placement or sponsor, or if we want to do one of the shows ourselves, we, we would do that. So, yeah, there, there's a lot of money at stake, but it's a, it's a really exciting industry. And when I say brand content, it's about getting people to tune into something rather than us throwing out 30-second ads. Or I gotcha, I gotcha. Ads at them and hoping, hoping for the best. When people meet you, Jonathan, or is, I, I know advertising, the industry and, and what you're doing, I know it's not quite, you know, advertising per se as we know, but um, right. I know it's a very young industry. When people meet you though, Jonathan, do they say, hang on a minute, where's your boss? Or, you know, you couldn't be doing this deal. <laughs> you know, sometimes, John, sometimes, and they say in this industry, it's good to have some grey hairs because <laughs> then, you, cause then you, get, you get a little bit of, you get a little bit of respect that way. But out here, I've been very fortunate to work with WPP and, and, you know, they're pretty well known and the agencies are well known and the brands we look after are well known. So I've, I've been fortunate to come in as a something called a WPP fellow and work my way through. And, and so I haven't encountered that that much in mm. Asia, maybe more so simply because it's quite a hierarchical society here. So, you know, it's very unusual for someone to disagree with their boss or to question someone who is that bit older than them. Gotcha. Um, whereas in the West, you know, that's okay to, to go back and forth with, 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 with your boss or with your, with your colleagues. But in certain markets in Asia, it's very hierarchical. So that's been a learning for me, but it's been, um, it's been a really interesting ride. And, and tell me, um, Jonathan, how, how will you put forward for, for this? Do, do, do Forbes, do they pick up on, on people who are kind of movers and shakers or do you get put forward for it? I think it can work a number of ways and I still haven't got to the bottom of exactly how I ended up on this list but I think for me I was nominated I think by our CEO um, at Group M which or our, one of our managing directors at least which and Group M is the media investment management arm of WPP for who I, I work um, so I think it's through nominations but it's also through Forbes go out and they do their due diligence and they find out what's going on in different markets around the world and in different advertising landscapes and different agencies, be it client side or agency side. Mm. And then they, they call from maybe 10,000 nominees to, or, or whatever amount to, to, to a final 30. So, and, that, and that's how I'm, kind I'm of still not quite, I'm not sure how I, I slipped through the cracks, but I'm, I'm very glad I did. I suppose. Absolutely. Now you're, you're not going to lose the run of yourself, Jonathan, are you? And kind of bling yourself out and, and appear on cribs anytime soon. No. Not quite. I'm not sure if Chris would have me, to be honest. Um, what, do, what do your family think at home? They're chuffed. They're chuffed. It's like an early Christmas present. Um, they're really, really delighted. I called my mum and, um, uh, and she was happy. I don't think any of us really grasped the, um, the scale of it, to be honest, at first, until 
you know, there was interest really from around the world in, in, in the list itself because if I look at who the, some of the count, my counterparts on the list are people like Mark Zuckerberg or Adele, you know, these households. It's wild, yeah. Not, and I'm certainly not one of those, but in my, in, in my field and what I'm doing out here, um, uh, I'm very flattered to, to well, be we, on the list. So, well, yeah, so, so yeah. with all that media... Interesting. You obviously deserve it. Um, onwards and upwards, I suppose. Do, do, would you encourage anybody who is thinking of leaving Ireland to, to go for it and follow their dream? You know, I'd say it's a case by case basis. I, I, I didn't leave Ireland because I did not like Ireland. I, I left um, and I, I would happily return to Ireland. I, I'm in a home and I'm flying back tomorrow. In fact. Um, You're coming home tomorrow, are you? I, I am flying home tomorrow. Back back for Christmas from, from, from Turkey and, and cranberry sauce. But I would say that it's case by case. I would say look at your industry and figure out what exactly you want to do and where the best opportunities are. Um, and, you know, what? international exposure at an early age is, you know, it, it, it's a good thing. Um, it looks nice in a resume and it gives you a, a rounded perspective of different cultures. So if it's advertising, you know, get out there and look, look at doing internships, look at graduate schemes. If it's law you know, go and slog away in the library and get your grades, mm, you know. Mm, mm, mm. It, well, it's, it's case by case and it's industry by industry. Well, look, Jonathan, um, I hope you have a very happy Christmas. Um, you'll be you'll be welcomed with open arms when you come home. Lovely to talk to you and you sound very grounded as well. So um, good talking to you, Jonathan. Thanks for taking the time out, yeah? Thanks very much, Joan. Appreciate it. You've been listening to a 98FM podcast. Download more at 98FM.com.